Hello there, everybody. This is the Common Sense American, and we are just one week away before midterm insanity strikes once again. And I want to dedicate this week's uh, podcast to that. I normally don't do uh, current events that everybody else is doing, but right now it's just about anything anybody can talk about. So we need to be looking at a few things. Uh, First and foremost, I need to remind everybody to get out there and vote. Um, we can talk all we want about potentially rigged elections and absentee ballots and all these other issues that go along with election integrity. And I have said many times in the past that there is plenty of evidence to support the idea that our election integrity is not 100% and that certain things uh, need to happen, certain strides need to be taken before the majority or or most of the country is happy with where that is, where the integrity is, how reliable the entire system is. Um, and I'm even seeing commercials on TV uh, in my state saying, you know, don't fall for the conspiracy theory that the that there's something wrong with the elections. Be be assured that your ballot will be accurately counted and all that and blah blah blah. And that, you know, whether you uh, are skeptical or not, right now, that is irrelevant because you need to vote. Now, here's, here's the thing. If you want more evidence, if you do believe that the fix is in uh, and you believe that the, 20, uh, that the uh, 2020 presidential election was stolen, that you believe that a lot of other uh, issues are in existence right now and still haven't been cleared up. Um, Well, it's not going to help our cause any. And again, I've made this point many times. It will not help our cause if we don't vote and then our candidates don't win and we go, well, see, it was rigged. Well, we didn't vote. How would we know? The, The answer to that, of course, is to get out there and vote. Now, if all of us do that and all these polls are indicating a red wave, which they currently are, and we still lose, you know, it doesn't happen. We even lose the House. We don't get the Senate, all that, right? And uh, so many of the polls prove inaccurate. Um, you know, we say, for example, there's a race been going on, and throughout for the past few months, uh, the Republican candidate has been in the lead by a significant amount, right? And then come uh, Election Day, that, that individual loses. Well, you know, then we have some questions, And if that happens a lot, and if we have multiple examples of that, then I think we have plenty of evidence to support the argument that something is wrong. Something is off. The numbers are not adding up. Uh, But until that happens, uh, we cannot be doing that. We need to get out there and vote. Uh, We need to get out there and make this red wave happen. Um, One thing uh, about that that I really want to point out, and a a few experts have made this point also uh, in the past few months, what they call the silent, quote, Trump voter or the, um, uh, I, I, I suppose the word is silent. I guess that's right because they're not participating in polls, right? Some people call them the hidden Trump voter. Uh, and when, when they say that, they mean MAGA or, or far right or whatever. Um, but what we're talking about here is the impact of feeling ostracized from the country, which so many right-wing citizens have felt in the past few years. 
They don't feel as if they're being listened to. They don't feel as if uh, their voice counts for anything. They see the a- absolute fact that Google, that all the social media companies, right, have that is full-on suppression of conservative views. That is a fact. That is proven. We have more than enough evidence to, to, to prove that. And in, in some cases, Google executives, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they flat out admit it that that's what they're doing. And they use the communistic for the good of the, you know, for the greater good crap, um, which in truth, of course, is just a complete violation of the First Amendment and designed to um, make half the country feel like second class citizens and relegate them to, you know, they're going to demonize them out of existence. Now, with that happening, of course, there are a lot of people out there who just aren't bothering with polls. All, all of these people are, well, for? I'm not, forget it. And they don't respond to these polls. And so many of the polls being conducted by, for example, universities, which tend to lean far left, they're just not getting the right uh, grouping. They're not getting the right uh, sampling of people. And that results in uh, a great skewing of the polls. And a lot of experts, a lot of political insiders have said that the don't believe the polls because they're actually favoring Democrats more than you think because of the hidden Republican or Trump voter or right-wing individual who just isn't talking right now, who doesn't believe that their voice will be heard. Um, and that, you know, that will be in, you'll see that impact in when voting starts. My concern with that is if they are hidden or quiet or silent or whatever now, and they're not participating in polls, and they're essentially ignoring politics altogether because they've had it, what makes us think they're going to vote? That's my problem with that whole argument. You're, you're saying that they're being, they're not being counted and they're being sort of silenced and all that, and that's going to cause them to run out there and vote. That may not be the case. A lot of people, and I know several people who just really sort of see the country as a lost cause. Um, that wokeism and the sickness that has spread from the left is just plaguing the entire country and it's endemic and there's nothing we can do about it. And we just sort of have to retreat and live our lives and hope the sickness doesn't crawl up on our doorstep and infect us all. Um, that's, that's really a stance that a lot of people are taking. It means they're not going to vote. Um, so take that with a grain of salt when you see those reports. Uh, however, I think it is, it, it, one thing is true, and this is, this can be seen in the numbers and the statistics, the generic ballot, uh, the congressional generic ballot, which um, comes out and routinely is updated as we go along, that has traditionally skewed toward Democrat. And they usually say it's two or three points off in that regard. So that's why Republicans always say if the, if the congressional generic ballots say that Democrats are leading by two or three, that means it's tied. That means it's virtually tied. And uh, if Republicans are actually leading, then they're leading by a lot. And according to the last poll, they are ahead. They're ahead by several points, which according to the numbers means they're ahead by even more than that. And all expert predictions right now are that they probably will retain control of the House. They only need to flip uh, five seats, a positive net gain of five seats, and they're certainly in line to do that um, unless Democrats stage a pretty miraculous comeback. And again, uh, unless we see some 
some pretty sneaky stuff going on with balloting and elections and sudden po- and polls suddenly flipping on their heads overnight and saying, well, this, this, this individual was supposed to win uh, and was up by eight or something the night before, and lo and behold, come voting, they lose. Now, that's the kind of thing we have to be on the lookout for. Um, but what we really have, we have a lot of neck and neck. We have a lot of dead heats right now. And that those will determine the direction that we go in the near future. Uh, because if the House looks pretty secure, the Senate is absolutely a toss-up, looking at just about every metric we can find. The bigger races like Fetterman versus Oz in Pennsylvania, th- those are going to be big. Um, and, you know, they look like they're dead heats. Um, but one, another really interesting element to this is the, the, the red wave uh, surging all across the nation. First thing I want to mention is the sort of sudden uptick in, um, in New York, where Zeldin has closed the gap on Hopeful uh, quite a bit, actually. She's not, I don't even think she's in the lead right now. I think Zeldin's technically in the lead. And nobody saw that coming. Not in deep blue New York. Um, you know, he, he was behind by double digits at one point. Uh, and so was Oz with the Fetterman race. And so was Herschel Walker in the Warnock race. Those are all basically toss-ups right now. And some, uh, like Walker, are leaning red. Uh, and then you look at Oregon, which very likely will get its first Republican governor since 84. Um, you know, you look at places like Wisconsin, which are leaning far red right now, and they don't, well, their candidates for Senate and governor are only up by a few points, but those are important points. Um, and another really interesting, you look at Florida, yes, DeSantis is governor and he's a Republican. However, for decades, that state has been viewed as purple by most experts. Um, you know, it's a, it's a place where Democrat or Republican could really win. They went with Trump in 2016, 2020, but they also went with Obama, uh, a a couple times and, and they, they tend to waffle. They go back and forth a little bit, but really interesting this year. Report just came out that showed that in, since, uh, last midterm or last year, uh, the number of. Registered Democrats, new registered Democrats, compared to registered Republicans. For every registered Democrat that came in in the past year, nine have registered for the GOP. In the past 10 years, since 2012, the number of registered Republicans in the state has jumped by over 24%, while the number of registered Democrats has only risen by less than 4, 3.96%. That is a massive, absolutely seismic shift um, for for the Sunshine State. And one of the reasons is because Democrats have been losing the black and Hispanic vote like crazy. This year has shown a a huge uh, fall off for them for that. Those are groups they used to be able to count on, the the, the minorities. I've often said, many people have said, if Democrats ever lose the minority vote, they'll never win again. And they rely on those votes, and they're losing them fast. Uh, it wasn't that long ago where a huge percentage of Black and Hispanic voted Democrat. It was like 80, 90 percent, or I think it was it was it was over 80 for Black and well over uh, 60 or 70 for Hispanic. Though I'm not, and that hasn't changed completely. The majority still do uh, vote Democrat. However, the number that has switched is gone way up. Hispanic support of Republicans have jumped, uh, I think, 15 percent 
Uh, black support has jumped by almost that much. Um, and those are huge numbers. Again, we're, we're not talking little blips. We're not talking uh, minor adjustments. We're talking huge, uh, significant, even historic shifts in these polls. And uh, well, one of the things we have to remember is that while it's true traditionally, historically, that whatever party wins the White House, uh, they tend to lose the midterms. You know, if so, like when, when Trump won, he, you know, the Republicans lost in the midterms. It, it just tends to go that way. That, that's pretty common. Um, and earlier this year, they had predicted a, an even bigger red wave, um, just massive. Uh, I think Newt Gingrich at one point predicted uh, a net, uh, some ridiculous net gain, like 30-some plus seats or something. That probably won't happen now. Um, the Democrats had a major surge over the summer when it looked like uh, you know, the, the economy was going up and gas prices were going down and the pandemic was in the rearview mirror and all that. But now, with inflation going completely nuts and proof that we do not have that under control, and uh, the market's just teetering right on the brink. I mean, some say we're not in a recession technically, uh, but even if we aren't, the financial experts pretty much all agree that we're going to be in a recession next year. Just depends on how bad. And knowing that, now that everybody knows that, and they're seeing all the prices going up, the prices of goods and services has absolutely skyrocketed. And that hits hard for the holidays. And the timing is bad for Democrats on that. Um, plus, you've got the mess with... Russia and Ukraine, and really nobody trusts Biden in international affairs, especially in regards to, to Russia and Ukraine. Even Democrats don't. Republicans absolutely do not. But the majority of this country does not believe that Biden would have any real impact on that. Certainly not a positive one. He, look, the sheer number of gaffes and mistakes and errors the president has made in the just in the past few weeks has mounted to the point where it, you know, we, we should have seen it coming because he has to be in the spotlight a bit more with midterms here. They can't hide him as much. And leading up to the midterms, it was pretty noticeable that he was not out in public anywhere near to the level that you would expect a president to be. He just he really wasn't. Made a few trips, endorsed a few people, Fetterman unbelievably, um, and a few others. But it, it's not working because his, once again, his approval has fallen. The economy has fallen. Um, and instead of backing off, instead of insulting half the country, instead of lumping all Republicans in with far-right MAGA domestic terrorists or some cr such crap, instead of moderating the tone, uh, which is what Democrats needed to do, all they've done is double tap. All they've done is push their sickness harder. All they've done is, uh, you know, push the pronouns and the drag queens and the the, the bathrooms and the bullcrap woke, complete backcrap insanity. They've pushed it over the edge and expect us all to follow. And the thing is, we're not following. The majority of this country is not following. Um, the Supreme Court isn't following. And despite the current administration completely ignoring the Supreme Court in a variety of instances, for example, like with the border, uh, they just ignored that ruling. Um, so... With all that taking uh, effect right now, again, it's, it's just bad timing. Uh, I had said about a couple of months ago that if you saw gas prices rise, if you saw that inflation was not under control, 
um, that the Fed will continue is is now on track once again to do another 0.75, maybe a couple more. Um, that markets are in a really bad spot. Uh, your everyone's going to has now coming to the end of the year. They have a chance to look at their retirement, their savings, their IRAs. They see how much they've lost, just a stunning amount. And whenever you and if they see that, I said at the time, if they're going to see that, and it's clear by the time midterms roll around, Democrats are in trouble, and it is clear, and they are in trouble. Um, but again, it only works if we vote. It only works if we get out there and take these people out, get these people out of power, because they're all out of their minds. Um, they've proven that. They've proven that they cannot moderate their tone. They've proven that they are nothing but radicals and extreme extremists. That's all they are. They're terrorists. They're thugs. Uh, terrorists, I'm sorry, that's, prob- that's a term that gets bandied about a lot. I don't mean that precisely. What I do mean, let's say they're like mental terrorists. They use the media. They use education. They use any means necessary to manipulate the minds of children and completely ruin them. And like I said many times before, there is absolutely no scientific evidence to prove that doing this and having this kind of nasty education for our children makes them any sort of better individuals. It just makes them nuts. Far more likely to be in a therapist's office. Far more likely to be on prescription meds. Far more likely to have a litany of life problems. They end up to be just their messes. Very often like their parents. This is not how you have a a stable, functioning society. This doesn't work. And a lot of people are finally starting to realize that. And you're ticking off the wrong people. Like the reason they're losing a lot of Hispanics is because many of them are very religious. Many of them are very family oriented. And those are the people who are looking at this and going, what are you doing? You've gone too far. We need to protect our kids now and get the hell away from you as far as possible. That is one of the big reasons why you're seeing that kind of shift among minorities. You're also seeing a shift... I saw a report saying that uh, suburban white females are suddenly trending the other way. They're trending red. And that has not been the case for some time. Um, uh, And while it's still true that more men identify as conservative than women, that number is shifting a little. It's changing around. Um, And again, with Roe v. Wade uh, and the Supreme Court ruling this year, Democrats are hoping to ride that anger to uh, a midterm resurgence, and they looked like they were for a while, but again, it was too, it's too far out. That I said that was going to be too far in the rearview mirror, and the economy is going to take front and center for midterms, and it has. And, and people with a brain are actually realizing that that scholarship ruling doesn't mean you can't get an abortion. It doesn't mean that if your life is in danger, you can't get one. That's all crap and lies. Because every single state has stipulations for that, every single one. Even if they banned abortion, like the six-week, the, the heartbeat rule, there's, trust me, there's all kinds. If your life is in danger, there is plenty of reason to get rid of that, to, to save the mother. And there's, there's, there's all kinds of uh, stipulations and laws for it. There just is. Even in the red states. Do your homework. Look it up. Doesn't mean you can't get one. It's not a strike against women's health care. Let's face it, abortion isn't really health care anyway, unless you're in danger of dying. So... All of this to say, if you look at next week, it looks like we've got the House. It looks like we have a decent chance of taking the Senate as well. If the polls simply are not right, if the, if the end result does not reflect these current polls, we have a lot of questions we need to answer. And there are a lot of reasons why we can go. We can point to something and say, look, 
How did this happen? This is what the polls said literally days before. All of the polls, every poll we can find. This is what they said literally days before uh, voting began. And this person loses? How? Uh, we all know about uh, the thing that happened in Arizona where a TV station accidentally ran a graphic that showed Katie Hobbs beating Carrie Lake, I don't know, 53-47 or something. And of course, long before voting even starts. Um, and it was like 30 seconds, but it was a mistake. And, um, you know, Lake put up a tweet and said, okay, uh, now I'm suspicious. What, I smell a rat. What's the deal? Um, and we saw that happen too in the last, in the last election. People, they were making mistakes and showed a grab and said some Democrat and lo and behold, that's what happened, which is why people are suspicious. Even when, if you look at that race, if you look at the race we're talking about, it's the Republican who's in the lead. So, you know, there's a lot of potential manipulation going on, and we really have to be careful of it. We have to be cognizant of it, um, and we. But we also need the ammunition to fight it. We don't. We have to get out there and vote. If 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 we have such a massive turnout, right? If turnout numbers are big for registered Republicans, and the elections just don't go that way, then we've got a, a much better case for election integrity problems. But to get that far, we do need to vote first. We need to get this country back and wrest it out of the hands of the whack jobs because that's officially what they are as far as I'm concerned. I used to, I mean, I'm still an independent and I probably always will be. But at this point, there is nothing that I can think of, no reason at all for me to ever vote for a Democrat. I mean, even moderate, they don't really exist. Look at Tulsi Gabbard. She was a moderate. She couldn't take it anymore. She had to get out because moderate Democrats can't survive in that party any longer. You have to be extreme. You have to be far left and you have to toe the line. You are not allowed to stray from the agenda, even a little bit. If they do, they throw you out. They don't want you there. Your, your, your approval just takes a dive and you get it you know, verbally abused and attacked and you're out. Gabbard was a Democrat. And she qualified as a Democrat for a very long time. She certainly would have been a Democrat when I was growing up. That's what she qualified as. She doesn't anymore, despite holding the exact same views. That should tell you something. You see several Democrats jumping ship. You see a lot of law enforcement distancing themselves from the Democrat rhetoric, which has only caused, and this is the other thing that will affect the midterms, uh, skyrocketing crime. Crime is out of control. Democrats have absolutely no plan to stop it besides, oh, we'll just let more people out of jail and let more illegals into the country. Which, <laughs> you know, if that's, if that's your answer, again, people with a brain are going to go, so you don't have an answer. You don't have an answer for the economy. You screwed us on that. The, the Fed did not do what it was supposed to do. It didn't react anywhere near quickly enough. You told us last year there wouldn't be runaway inflation. You lied or were wrong. Either way, it's bad. And in terms of crime, you're desperately backpedaling and trying to say you've got Joy Behar on the, on the view saying it's actually gone down under Biden. She's full of crap. There is no statistic that proves that. In the end, everybody's starting to see this. Everybody who pays attention, who has eyes, ears, and a functioning brain is starting to notice that everything they're saying is wrong. Every single statement coming from the White House is either a lie or wrong, or will be proven wrong within the next few days because they're not even using facts anymore. They're not even bothering. Has anybody heard a single fact come out of the White House in a long time? Biden can't, is so incoherent, he can't even put one together. Uh, that awful press secretary, all she does is 
mumble and say things about, you know, MAGA Republicans being at fault. And she has no statistics. All she, she has nothing. Nothing. So the real question is, what do they have? And the real answer is, they have nothing. They have no way of pulling us back from the brink, and they just want to push us over. And a whole lot of people are seeing that right now, and hopefully that will lead to decent results next week. So that's it for me. Uh, once again, I appreciate you taking the time. Again, get out there and vote. I don't care if it's in person or, or MC, if you trust the MC, whatever. Get your voice out there because it's the only way. Um, and it will serve us in the long run regardless of whether we win or lose, right? Because we'll have evidence one way or the other. Um, so hopefully everything will be better next week. Um, we'll see how things are, and I'll do another podcast then and see where we stand. Um, so until then, just hope and pray that we can get things back on track. That's it for me, and I'll uh, see you again next week. Thank you.